Welcome to Just Charisma, episode 46. I'm your host, Brayden Charisma, and joining me today is PJ Popovich. Hello. How you doing, man? Good, buddy. Good. That's good. Good. So PJ is a barber. He's, you know, I, I would imagine probably one of the best on the island. That's just... Hey. <laughs> and... A little bit of a stretch, but working towards that. <laughs> and uh, he also fixes up cars, and like, which is yeah. awesome. So let's, let's talk about the barber. So like, how did you get into like cutting hair and all that stuff? Oh, uh, well, the whole cutting hair thing started when I was uh, 16, pretty much. Okay. Was, uh, that was back in Bosnia, because I was born and raised in a little small country called Bosnia. Okay, cool. Um, it's all the way on the east of Europe, very close to kind of like Greece, Croatia. So okay. It has that more of an eastern uh, feel to it. Yep. Um, but yeah, I started when I was 16. Actually, I started when I was 14, because um, kind of got my interest it's a funny story because my grandma, she was cutting my grandpa's hair yeah. always. And um, I never really cared too much about it. But one day um, she was doing it in the kitchen behind this kind of like a wood stove, you know, because it was pretty cold. But he was sitting there and I uh, had like a um, towel on his shoulders and wet hair. And she has like this big, huge, like sheep shears, man. They were, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're huge. I mean, they were like tailor shears, right? But I call them sheep shears. And um, she had, like, a big comb. I don't know where she found that, but she, like, was just, like, snipping off the hairs. And I'm like, Grandma, what are you doing? Why are you, why are you cutting Grandma's hair with sheep shears? And she's like, they're not sheep shears. Those are, like, a tailor shears. And come here, I'll show you. And I was like, no, no, no. She's like, come here, I'll show you. And I was like, all right, cool. I guess one thing to learn, because it's always good to learn stuff, right? Sure, for so, sure, yeah. Yeah. So I kind of grabbed the scissors, and she's like, okay, I'll hold the Grandpa's ear, and you just, like, do this. And I, like, I started a little bit, and kind of found it interesting okay never really thought about it too much but um one of my buddies his dad had a uh, barber shop so we're always kind of like hanging out right yeah so that's kind of what sparked my interest as well to pursue a little bit more and a little more serious because um a lot of my buddies were like yo do you want to try to cut my hair because i was cutting grandpa's hair pretty consistently right oh, okay yeah this makes and, sense uh, yeah and they're like oh you want to do it i was like yeah sure so started cutting their hair they give me a few bucks here a few bucks there nice. nothing much right yeah but still Good practice for me and good for them too. So Absolutely. I kind of learned there, yeah. Got interested and started school. Three years, finished school. And wow. after that, um, yeah, just pretty much worked in a barbershops. Okay. And um, shoots, yeah, three years, four years in Bosnia. Then I moved to Canada. Okay, sweet. Yeah, I lived in Winnipeg and worked at one of the really nice barbershops, uh, Modern Man Barbershop. Okay. Shout out if anybody hears this. <laughs> For my boys. <laughs> totally. And um, yeah, I just um, worked there and learned and integrated into society through the barbershop. Okay. That's kind of how I feel about barbershops, man. They're they're kind of your way towards everything. Totally. Everybody comes to a barbershop. Everybody's this, hair grows. This is true. Not everybody's, but a lot of people grow hair. This is <laughs> so, also true, yeah. yeah. So it doesn't stop. So What was like school like for becoming a barber? Uh, well, Bosnia is a little different. We have... Um, we have our high school that yep. is pretty much orientated. It's called um, um, orientated um, studying. Shoots, what's the word I'm looking for? Education. Okay. It's called orientated education, which pretty much you would start your high school, but it's, I'm not sure how it's here in Canada. I haven't done too much of research, but um, pretty much all your schooling is um, concentrated towards that profession. Let's say oh, if, okay. yeah, if you want to be um, a barber, you want to have. All your classes will be orientated around barbering. If you want to be a lawyer or whatever else, like, you know, pursue your um, university studies later, your high school will be very concentrated towards that thing. So okay. it's it's a little different. So I like to say that I did three years of um, barbering as a, in a high school. 
and um, and then later on I just finished my uh, pretty much um, practical stuff. Okay. I mean, you have a lot of like practical in uh, high school as well. Like first six months is um, just kind of like theory and stuff. Yeah. Like, they're not gonna give you straight razors and oh, totally right. and scissors to newbies, right? So they don't want uh, ears being cut off. So. Oh, definitely right. But yeah, so later on they kind of integrate you more from theory towards um, actual practical. Okay. And then after you finished, you pretty much are ready to go. Although at the third year, last six months of the third year, you have to go to salon. Okay. So you will be working. Are we good? No, yeah, we're good. Okay. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you will be working at the salon and only at the salon. So they kind of give you like, do you want to go to salon? Do you want to stay at the school salon? You can choose whatever. But at the last six, you have to go to salon, actual salon and work or oh. barbershop. Sorry, whatever. I mean, yeah. It doesn't really matter. But, but basically, it's going to have to do like a work, like practicum. Yes. Yeah. You have to have your uh, practical work. Otherwise, you don't get nothing. Yeah, that makes sense. Although you do have it at the school, right? So, but they want you to be with public to work in a real salon. Yeah, they want, they want you to get like yeah. that, like understanding of like you know how it works in society yeah. instead of just like you know school helping they, you. Exactly. Yeah. What they teach in books, right? So because books are good, but come on. Yeah, like they, they can only do so much gonna, until you're there, right? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's like it's like learning a trade, right? You can only like learn about the theory or like you know yeah. doing so much until you're actually on the tools doing something and then it's like you exactly. start learning these tri tips tricks and like hands-on stuff yeah right? exactly i feel like the school in general gives you like foundation and gives you that like baseline yeah solid concrete and then you kind of like build it on top of that right totally and you kind of create your own craft and your own ways so no i definitely yeah. agree that's kind of what i think about it but yeah school was fun nice. like high school yeah, did good. you like so then like because so, you going in probably had like a little more experience than most people so were you like Doing like better, like you obviously had like the better haircuts and everything like that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I did, I did um, perform a little bit better based on. I don't, I try not to like you know judge any haircuts for sure, but, yeah, because um, everybody has their own styles of cutting and their ways of cutting, okay. But I felt that I had a little bit more of the solid base for um, learning certain techniques faster than other people, yeah. Um, but again, I still have like I believe in barbering. You're always learning. You're like you're never totally. like I got this. Well, no, you're always like on your toes, and you gotta like you know you gotta learn. You gotta well, always learn. Exactly because I mean like, constantly changes. Yeah, I was gonna say with new trends, new hair, like exactly like fashion. I think changes, what like always. three years ago the fade wasn't there, and yeah, now it's no. a th huge yeah. thing, right? Yeah. Like so, yeah. so many like different stuff happening. Exactly, yeah. yeah, I was really blown away by when I came to the island that not too many people knew about fades. Like, I'll try to talk and they're like, what's a fade? I'm like, what? <laughs> like, how didn't you, like, I guess people don't really care, right? I mean, if somebody asked me about, like, music and how to create certain, like, sound or song, I'd be like, I don't know, I don't know. Like, yeah, like what do you mean? Have you ever heard anything? Like, no, I totally. don't know. I'm not into that, right? <laughs> so, but yeah. So, okay. I believe uh, barbering is huge. Um, like, it should be concentrated a lot towards educating clients. Yeah. About a lot of stuff, right? So yeah, just kind of giving them more information about like you know, yeah. not just what you're helping, like you're doing doing with their hair, but I mean like yeah. also like you know, you might like you, I see you like this style, maybe check out this style. Exactly, you know? exactly. Because a lot of people are like, oh, this works, whatever. Yeah, pretty no, much. Hair is like there's so much to it. Like it's yeah, you and should like, not be just like ah oh, whatever. Yeah, you oh, man, try it out. Like you want to like new. feel good when you like walk exactly. out with hair, right? Yeah. Like, you want to be like. Like, oh wow yeah this is like, so you fresh. want to feel like a new person yeah right? exactly like, exactly 
a lot of people are just stuck in their own ways, right? And totally. I'm not judging. If it works, it works. It works. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But if it, uh, try it out. It's yeah. gonna go back in two weeks, man. Anyways, pretty much, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. It's a little short on this out. side. Whatever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but yeah, I love my, I love job. I love my job. That's good, man. How do you, uh, how do you find like, the atmosphere at work? Mm, I love my shop. Yeah. My shop. Yeah. I, I don't really, I don't really work. Um, okay. The way, kind of, the way I am. If the team that I'm, where I'm kind of starting, and. Um, Okay, let me actually just backtrack. <laughs> let me backtrack it. Sure. I kind of yeah. Um, before I actually even like start working for certain people or with certain people, yeah. I kind of like to scope it out. Okay. Just to see what it is. If I know somebody there, if I you know like what kind of atmosphere they work in. If the team work, and if you see like it's just like oh another day at the office. Oh, just can't wait for this thing to get done and finish. Totally. I can't work there. Like this. I mean, I can try, but I can't. Like. I just don't like that type of feel and I'm really happy with this shop that I'm at right now, Sports Barbers, it's just totally opposite from that. Everybody's very passionate about the industry, everybody's very passionate about learning new things, about doing cool haircuts, like we'll try a lot of different stuff. And like we all love when somebody walks in like, here's the, here's the picture, can you make it happen, right? And totally. Yeah, something, like right? Like it's a challenge, right? Exactly, yeah. So like you'll jump on it and be like, oh sweet, you know? So, I love working with these people because everybody's really like, it feels like family. Okay. That's what I'm trying to That's say. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like we're all just a bunch of friends hanging out, cutting hair and having fun. Because a lot of clients that are coming there have been there for like a number of years, right? Totally. So, you have like, I have a couple of clients who've been here like longer than me. I'm like, you know, yeah. I've been here for like four, six years and I'm here only a year. Yeah. Which is awesome to hear. That means that they like the shop, right? Totally, like right? The atmosphere, so. And like, you know, the best part about like them like you know re like keep coming back is then they start to learn like the staff and then it's like oh i'm gonna go get my haircut like i'm stoked because yeah. like now you get you know like yeah you get to go banter with like the shop staff right <laughs> exactly <laughs> and that's really that's that's exactly what it is right a lot of people just love that they love the feel and they always come that like oh i just love the atmosphere here i know i'm totally blah blah because like we are cutting hair but we'll you know we'll like pull pranks and jokes on each other the barbers yeah you know like just talk shit to each other too, right? Definitely. You know? yeah, I mean, and with the it. clients, exactly. With the clients in the chair, they find out amusing and interesting, and they feel like part of it. Like they are too, right? So, yeah. And then they'll say something, and it's it's the whole. So yeah, pretty cool, uh, pretty cool shop. And everybody has everybody's back, and you know, if I because I'm not really that great with coloring and a lot of that stuff. So if there's a like reblending, which is kind of the I don't know. Are you even interested about? No, I <laughs> hearing about that. I'm totally man. But definitely. No, it's just uh, it's pretty much um, it just like blends your grace. So like okay. for people who have a little bit more uh, grays in their hair and they want them gone, yep. You just like apply that chemical, blends them in, you're good. Okay. I'm not that really great with mixing that, so I'll have somebody, hey, whoever is you know one of the guys or girls who's better at colors, would be like, yo, can you help me with this? You know, so they'll do the same thing for me if perfect. You know, We'll help each other, so that's what I want to say. It's good to see that, like the whole staff, want to see everyone succeed, right? Like they just want them to be like the best barber they can. Exactly, we're all kind of pushing towards the same goal, right? Yeah, and bettering our work environment and making a few people feel good, which is perfect, and doing good stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's it's much it's much easier to actually um, progress and um, kind of upgrade and develop yourself as a professional individual. Yeah, when you have people like that around you. Okay. So yeah. 
I kind of find it uh, a little bit easier. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. What's been like the, the your most like your favorite style of hair you've had to cut? Or like what? what? Uh, type of haircut or? Um, we'll go type of haircut. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll that, that's yeah. kind of yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what it is. Um, I like I like fades. There's a certain type of um, there's a certain type of haircut that I really like. Um, I mean, it's it's called temple fade back taper, which is pretty okay. much um, very nice and short on the sides, yeah, and very nice and um, short on the bottom, but like nicely blended, like a little heavier transition, but nicely blended. Basically, the reason why I like it, um, it applies to a lot of different head shapes, um, hair types, okay. styles. It's very nice and clean cut. Um, and it's really fun to do too. So that's kind of my perspective. Okay. But I love every haircut, honestly. Like the crazier and the weirder the better. If somebody comes totally. in, totally. Yeah, with the picture of the movie character, and they're like, "Yo, can you pull this off?" I'm like, "Well, your hair might not look like that, but I'll do it." Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you're gonna style it like that too, so that's um that's one of the biggest actually misconceptions because people like they'll bring a picture and they'll be like, "Can you do this?" Like, yeah, of course I can do this, but are you gonna style it like that? Because if you don't, you won't look like that. This is fair. So, yeah. So that's kind of the thing that um, people confuse. But yeah, yeah. There's okay. a couple of styles, but I would probably point that one out. Yeah, I definitely. That's that's a good like that's a good thing to like go into like thinking like okay, how style is this? <coughs> after how the haircut? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's really good too, though. But yeah, I always like to try to learn new things though. Definitely. When I see something on Instagram, I'm like yo, let me let me try this. Let me yeah, let me see what I can do with this. Try to talk to somebody in TED, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, so then, like, what are, like, what's one of your favorite stories from the shop? Oh man, from the shop. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's a lot. I can't. Um, I'm afraid that I wouldn't be able to pinpoint only one. But okay. I have, I have a lot, a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, oh God. Um, do you mean just kind of like um, the funny thing that happened, or just kind of however you want to take it? Like, I mean, like, it could be, like, a customer love, that has, yeah. like, an interaction you had. It could be, like, something funny that happened at the shop. I mean, like, whatever sticks out to you. Yeah. Okay, I don't have a specific one story that okay. I love that I kind of, like, I can actually, okay, quite honestly, I can't remember one <laughs> right now. But um, I have the type of stories that I love to hear is um, when people are very, like, passionate about something. And I just love hearing people talk about that. Like, I'll just... Um, I don't know, I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed seeing people talk about what they love doing because they're, you know, they're really like into it and they're like trying to explain even like small little details about it or I love hearing um, life stories too. Okay, yeah. There's a lot of like stuff that people are like, oh, I grew up in um, whatever else, somewhere in, uh, you know, Ukraine or whatever and lived here, lived there, came here, my family's from there and now whatever, they came to Nanaimo, right? So That's cool. Because it kind of reminds me of me too. Totally. Like my family, we lived in Bosnia moved to Winnipeg, from Winnipeg to Nanaimo, and like it's just the whole world yeah. pretty much like you. I was in like five, six years ago, there's no way I could be like, even imagining that I was in, that I'd be living in Nanaimo. Totally, right? Like, like it's just like- not a game plan, right? It's, so. it's crazy to think about like how like, sometimes some moments are so like, you weren't prepared, but like at once it's complete, you're like, you th when you think about it, you're like, yeah, like a few years ago, you never would have seen yourself doing that. Exactly, yeah, yeah. You don't expect it, right? It's no. just kind of, just tells you what you can do in five years, like or six years, pretty much. Years. Like, and it shows you how much you can, like your your mind changes, how much you grow, yeah. and like it's like so yeah. it's so cool, like to capture and to like kind of realize. That's very true, though. Yeah, that's very true. Because five years is 
long time. Yeah, but not too long. When exactly. It, it, it's like a it's a it's a pretty short period of it's your bad. life. Yeah. But like when you think about it, a lot goes on in five <laughs> yeah, years, right? Exactly. Like, Lots can happen, right? Yeah. 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 No, it's that's kind of the, one of one of the things that I'm really um, always kind of I take me back a little bit, right? I'm like, whoa, like five years ago, I was speaking a different language, doing different thing. I'm, I mean, I was still doing barbering, but it's completely different lifestyle back there, right? Totally. So, yeah, yeah. I'm happy where I'm at. I like it. That's awesome. That's I'm good enjoying. to hear. Yeah. So, PJ, this is the part of the show called the motivational moment. Okay. So, how would you describe your passion in five words or less? Um. Well, since I like. Okay. Do I have to just like say, or can I just kind of like do whatever you? Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How are you I don't doing? know, man. It's my first time doing <laughs> no, podcast. <for> sure. <laughs> You're the boss. I'm just. <laughs> but um, well. I kind of since I like fixing things, yeah. and um, I kind of thought about it because um, the the way um, the haircuts are in the cars, which I really enjoy both, yeah, is like somebody will walk in with their hair looking like shit because <laughs> it's grown out, right? Yeah, so they need to fix up. So I'll fix it up, make it look great. Same thing with the cars too. Like if you can actually cars, whatever else. Like if I see something broken, I'll try to fix it and like totally, you know, right? Because I'm very curious like that, but. Um, yeah, but I think um, the big thing is um, fix it, don't replace. Okay. Fix, don't replace. Yeah, fix totally. it, don't replace it. But yeah. So, like, why do you choose re- those words? Just because, like, you know. Fix it, don't replace is, um, I believe everything deserves a second chance. Okay. And um, I kind of try to see the best in the things when they're at their worst. Okay. Yeah. So. I'll try to find whatever, you know, oh, this can be salvaged or whatever. Totally. You know, try to bring it back to its old glory. Okay. So, um, yeah. I mean, it makes sense, you know, like, yeah, you're trying to, like, you know, why, like, don't, like, why would you not try to fix it instead of, like, you yeah, know, if it, of, if it can be fixed, yeah. I get it. But, yeah, like, you know, if it's exactly. just something, like, something small, something simple, yeah. and then all of a sudden it's, like, a whole new machine or a new life, it's, like, exactly. why not? The big, um, the big thing that I kind of see is, um, we're kind of turning into uh, like a disposable use stuff, like materialistically, more like disposable stuff. So, um, I don't know. I think like, yeah, if we can fix it, like don't throw it away, don't replace it. Try to fix it. Try to work on it. Like, whatever that, whatever that is. Like, you know, like your relationship with another human or anything. Yeah. Try to fix it. Don't just replace it because... It's my worth fixing. My surprise you with what's worth fixing. Yeah, totally, what's worth fixing. Exactly. I, I find like today's age, a lot of things they're like built to break. Exactly. Not like the old days where they were like yeah. built to last. It's, it's very truth. So it's very truth. And it's it it's honestly it is super unfortunate, yeah. right? Like I'd rather yeah. I'd rather have like a computer that lasts me, you know, or like you know whatever it lasts me you ten, know, years. ten years, and then have to buy one every three years or something, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. So which is uh, which is. Which is pretty crazy, but yeah, I kind of think that it could be, if it can be fixed, yeah. definitely fix it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly so speaking though, but... of fixing though, you fix cars. So like, yeah. <laughs> so like, did you just start tinkering around on one because out of curiosity oh. or? Um, okay. Well, that's, that kind of comes back to my like before I can even walk. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because <laughs> my dad is a mechanic. Okay. And, um, sweet. Since I was like, I mean, small child, I, um, um, I grew up with like disassembled engines and like transmissions and oh, shafts yeah. laying around his shop, right? So when he takes me to the shop, we'll just hang out and I'll like play with the 
screws and bolts and nuts and stuff and you know or he'll give me something to disassemble as a kid you're always like oh what's this what's that totally right because the transmissions and stuff they're just closed box and you're like oh what's in there yeah Yeah, you open up there's a lot of like little gears and stuff and yeah as a kid I was very curious but yeah a lot of stuff from my dad like I learned so much from him and keep learning every day I'm not even close where I'm at (laughs) where I should be or where I would like to but I'm slowly learning. Totally. But um, yeah, the passion kind of started from him because he likes that stuff too. He likes like fixing stuff. He likes like building and yeah. I kind of, I think I kind of picked that from him. Okay. Type of, uh, yeah. Not a personality, how would you call that? Like, um, like a trait or like a... Yeah, in a way. Like a, yeah. Say, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I think I got that from him. Okay. Yeah. So then what was like your first project car? My first project car, oh my god. Um, <laughs> um, I'll say it was a 2001 Audi A6. Oh, with, yeah? With 259,000K. And um, me and my dad went to buy it. And I remember it was a January 7th. And it was um, my first car here, right? So um, it was it was just leaking oil everywhere. It was not, it was not worth fixing. <laughs> but... I kind of saw it. I liked it. I saw the like, potential. Oh, exactly. And I was like, it was, man, the car was horrible. If you saw it, you'd be, <laughs> you'd be, like, you'd be like, oh my God, don't buy this. Because the uh, the passenger side fender on the front was like rusted out from oh, just, really? just rust. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the bottom of the doors was rusted out. The left side of the doors had a huge hole with the rust in it. That was a Manitoba, keep in mind. So Manitoba is a lot harder out there. Much harder. It was driven by a German couple, but they drove it into the ground. And um, it was leaking oil from the back of the engine straight onto the exhaust. And uh, (laughs) once you drive it a little bit, it starts like you stop. (laughs) You stop at the red light or wherever you stop. Like you can see like the smoke coming out of the engine. Like it's not horrible, but you can see it. And I can see it. People around me can see it. And they're like, hey, it's your car. (laughs) They're like... Yeah, exactly. They're like, "Are you are you okay? Is everything fine? I think your car is smoking." I'm like, "No, no, it's just the way it is. It's just sweating because of all the horsepower." <laughs> but yeah, and uh, me and my dad bought it, and we kind of like. He's like, "Are you sure? Do you want this? Are you sure?" And I'm like, "Yeah, let's do it." Yeah, I just bought it, and yeah, that was my that was my first car. Nice. Yeah, so then, car. did you end up like fixing it up, doing all that? Stuff? I fixed it up, and it was it was pretty good. It ended up. Um, Ended up costing me zero dollars when I sold it. Oh, I see. Because okay. I sold it to um, to some German lady for. I don't know why it stopped. But maybe, right. got, maybe got tired. <laughs> maybe. I was like, all right, guys. <laughs> I am the third set. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, taking a break. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so we were welding something on a muffler, and I guess from the temperature, it transferred towards the inside, and my uh, center console, pretty much like the corner of it, melted, and it was just like it was horrible. Like that was the first. That was the first okay. fail, but yeah, almost caught on fire. But it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, other than that, that was that was my first car, man. We fixed it up, That's sold cool. it, broke even, and I was like, ah, this is kind of fun. So no doubt. Yeah, moved on to the next one. That's sweet. Yeah. And then you kind of just been working your way up, head thing, and then. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll pretty much kind of like buy it, have it for a little bit, and then sell it, and then if something interesting again pops up, like whether that be in a, like. You know, five, six hundred dollars, or eight hundred dollars, or thousand bucks. Totally. I kind of try to stay around thousand bucks because I'm like, if I risk thousand dollars, I can always at least get that much back in parts. Right? Fair enough. Yeah. Part it out or just sell it for parts. I'll get that back. Yeah. So it's not too horrible risk. Anything after that? I'm like, 
It's yeah, yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. it's like how much are you willing yeah. to lose potentially, but also you know, exactly. depending on the car, you could also gain. Yeah, which all depends, right? Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, some of the cars are worth being ten grand, right? Of course, broken, but again, this is not my ballpark, so no, because I mean, like, why? I don't feel comfortable. I don't. I don't no, I was like gonna it. say, why put yourself in that kind of financial position when? Yeah, like you can, you know, either break even or you can, you know, make a little money, lose a little. It's yeah, that's, that's and also, you know, kind of makes the fun of the game, right? Like that's true because. I feel more comfortable gambling with like thousand bucks than with five grand. Totally right. Yeah, like, just like it's not it's not as fun. But, no, it's yeah. terrifying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> five G's, you're like, mm, I don't know. Like, you, like I need this thing to work. Like, like, I need it has to work. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> otherwise, it's uh, problems. Like otherwise, like, noodles for months. <laughs> like, that's just it. Right? Like I'd rather not, you know, not eat just noodles for like forever, right? Yeah. So I get it. Like I totally get it. It's terrifying. <laughs> but yeah, it's fun though. Okay. And then, so like, what else, like, so you you just kind of tinker around with them? Do you like race them? Do you do any of that kind of stuff? No, man. These are uh, <laughs> the cars that I usually buy. They're not really too much racing. No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> they're not fast at all. That's fair. <laughs> Although I did drove, I have um, I've driven some fast stuff, but nothing okay. on um, on a, like Canadian roads are just not made for that. Like you, no. you can go more than sixty and feel safe. Um, the other things are pe- like people around you, right? If you're alone on a road. Yeah, sure. Can give it a little bit, but it's just not smart at all. Like, yeah. there's a lot of people, a lot of kids. You know, it's just not. It's yeah, it's not. It's not. A lot of big drivers. Yeah, you no, know, no. They might make a small, slight mistake that, like, if you're not speeding, it, it will be forgiven, right? But if you're going fast, yeah, like, it's gonna go right into you. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's not worth it. it. It's not not worth it at all. But yeah, I try to like find like autocross or something. There's a couple in Victoria, but I'm just like never find time to go. That's fair. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah. We'll see. Something eventually might pop out, and yeah. And is there like a, a, a you have like a dream car right now that you want to like kind of like fix her up and then like kind of keep it forever type thing? Or I do, man. I do, yeah. but it's way out of um, out of the budget, um, <laughs> which is okay. They're a little bit overpriced anyway, so I'm hoping they might drop down more. Um, the dream car would be um, um, E30 M3 BMW. Okay. They were produced back in the um, 80s and like late 80s and early 90s. Okay. For a couple of years and um, yeah, beautiful cars. I would love one, but they're like 45,000 Canadian. Wow. That's um, yeah, that's a lot yeah. of money. Yeah, and they're um, usually hard to find. So. Okay, fair enough. I would love to drive that, but I would not would not want to pay that much money for it. Yeah. No way. Um, I've, you know what's crazy? When you ask a car guy what kind of car is your dream car, I usually have a list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what are we using this car for? Is this totally. my like daily? Is this my like you know okay, okay. Of fun car? Or, but yeah, but the dream project would be probably something like that. Okay, yeah. that's Basically. cool, man. But I I would take anything on a project. Of course, you know, right? Like, you know, like if it's interesting and fun, and you know, as long as it like grabs your attention. Right? Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. So, but yeah, that's kind of that's kind of it. That's really cool, man. Yeah. I just wanted to thank you, PJ, yeah, for coming nice. on the show. Thank you for having me. That's man. awesome, man. Like, where can thank the people you. find you? So, like, you know, if they want to get a haircut from you, where can they find you on social media? Um, I'm on uh, Sports Barbers. Yeah. We're next to, I forgot the address. I should have known it by now, but <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Um, it's uh, right next to Aerosmith Bikes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, just Perfect. ask for PJ, or you can go on my uh, social media. It's Popovich Predrag um, on my Instagram, and I have my... Um, have my like booking on my bio. Oh, perfect. Okay. Or, or just go on a sports barber's uh, page or website, or just give us a call and ask for me, and we'll fresh you up. Yeah, have to check yeah. them out. Yeah, you can find me at Just Charisma on like everything, and don't forget to check out the other shows. 
And, you know, if you like the show, hit that subscribe button, check out the other episodes, and let me know what you think. So, until then, we'll see you guys next time.